Movies Suck Tastic. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movies Suck or want to become a part of Movies Suck you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Movies Suck You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movies Suck Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Since the days of our founding fathers, justice has always been blind. Now, fear not, citizen. She's dumb. Justice will be served. You're in good hands. Ow, ow. Because Paulie Shore has just been served. A jury duty notice? It's the juice. Run, OJ. Run. Now, a nation waits for answers. They picked a jury. They picked a jury. They're serving tuna salad for lunch. Tuna salad for lunch. A jury sacrifices all personal comforts. Welcome to your new home away from home. Lifestyles of the rich and sequestered. And a murder suspect puts his life in the hands of the people. So what do you think? About what? You're sleeping or you're drooling? Up against impossible odds. You're the sexiest creature I've ever seen. Let's sauna. One man stands alone. And that is why you elected me, jury foreman. To protect our honor. Council will approach the bench. What are you doing here? I didn't think it was fair that you guys got to have your own little secret powwow over here while we didn't get to listen. It's not fair. To defend our freedom. Number six, sit down! And most of all... Uh, two ply. To milk the system <laughs> for everything it's worth. That's the peanut call. Pauly Shore is out for justice. <laughs> Jury duty. Your girlfriend's here to kiss you goodbye. <laughs> Say hi to Judgeito. <laughs> You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Happening, buddy. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome. It's a movie sucktastic. So greasy. Yeah. Um. For, for for those those for those who who listen to our show uh, in sequential order, you you were probably expecting to see the trailer for uh, the Last Dragon. Yep. That that didn't happen. Nope. Uh, in, in between this episode and last episode, and this is uh, how naive I am. <laughs> Scott says to me, he goes, "Joey, I got Jerry duty. I want to review the. F- uh, I, you know what that means, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I haven't seen Twelve Angry Men in a long time. Doesn't kind of fit the <laughs> show, but uh, I wouldn't mind uh, reviewing that." <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, like, no, I'm like, no, uh, no, Joey, I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm like, guess again, Joey. It's like, well, the accused, uh, guilty as <laughs> charged, the firm, um, and justice for all, and justice uh, for I, all. I mean, go down the list. No, uh, the the reason uh, this 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 uh, is not the last dragon is because uh, can you still hear me? I can. Cool. Is that uh, I was juror number six on the trial that I just sat on as a juror, uh, which ended yesterday. And juror number six was also the uh, jury number of Polly Shore in jury duty. <laughs> and I felt that there was it a was, connection there. Yeah, it, it would have been a wasted opportunity, I think. Uh, well, jury duty, the movie, is a wasted opportunity, so <laughs> it's fitting for this. I, yes. uh, I, I, and, and I mentioned this to you earlier and we'll wait till later, but I do have a movie challenge for you based off of this, even though that isn't the order that we do it in. The, the order would have been Scott has to watch The Last Dragon, then Scott challenges me to something, then I challenge him off of that. But I'm throwing this challenge in here. I don't know when we'll get to it, but it is going to be challenged to Scott for making me watch this. <laughs> and uh, it, it it definitely fits our theme. Yeah, and, and since and since I'm the one that technically challenged us to jury duty, then it makes sense that you were giving the challenge back. That is correct. So I don't know if we'll do The Last Dragon... Then we'll do my challenge, and then I don't know how we'll do it, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So th this film came out in 1995. Um, came out in 95, and uh, this was one of those kind of hidden summer summer films. This did come out in the summer, right? Uh, I, I don't remember. Oh, it came out in April. April of 95. Okay. So it was like a, a spring release. But it was one of those films that... Pauly Shore was, was kind of popular at the time. You know, with Encino Man. Okay. And it, it just... He got this film because of Encino Man. I disagree. What did he do before this? Well, I mean... Uh, I don't think this was... Uh, he, I think... Uh... Biodome came next. Came what, the yeah, but, year. but but what what I want to say is the reason this film was made in the first place was because oh, of the OJ trial. That because there's so many shitty jokes throughout the film, and uh, based on they, it. yeah, and, and this film was rushed out so that it was released even before the OJ trial was finished. The OJ verdict was on October third, nineteen ninety five. This film was released in April of ninety five. Oh, God, he did so many movies before this. He did Encino Man, Son-in-Law, In the Army Now. I swear yeah. to God, I, I would have said In the Army Now was the end of his film career. But it wasn't. It, it, it was. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he did Biodome, which, for whatever reason, is still considered a popular film of his. I don't know why. I don't know either. It's so fucking bad. Oh, sweet Jesus, man. Anyway... But he did a ton of films before he did this. And as much as I don't like him, Son-in-Law might be the only film I put up with if I was I, forced I, to watch it. I projected Son-in-Law at the uh, the Royal... Uh, the Franklin? Ramsey. Franklin Theater. No, the Franklin Theater. Okay. I projected, I projected that there. And because of that, the parts I did see when I was projecting it, I actually watched the movie, and I liked Son-in-Law. Uh, Son-in-law had the the problem is that that Pauly Shore, it's he has that charm, but yeah. you need to, you need to actually craft the character in a film so that it's it's more likable than just the weird guy. And well, yeah. I think Son-in-law was the the peak of that, where they were able to write a character that was human, that was real. Now, I think it's uh, discussing the oeuvre of uh, Pauly Shore. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> is, um, uh, look it up. <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is, um, 
is is not fair to do not that you know i'm not trying to say we should be fair to paulie shore but this film was obviously rushed out as quickly as possible to to capitalize on the popularity of the oj trial especially when you consider that the oj trial started and i'm not doing the research right while i'm talking obviously i i looked this up months and months before ago uh, <laughs> when was the uh, verdict given october the of trial started ni- of ni- in 94 or October of 95. 95. Oh, it was. October okay. 95, yes. Uh, the trial started, uh, he was arraigned in June. So the trial was on its, you know, underway in June and July. So they cranked this out. The, I mean, it, it was like the OJ trial had to reach that cult, that television status of, okay, the whole world's watching the trial. And right. then they had to say, oh, we need to rush a movie out and get it done as quick as possible. And they threw this out. So this movie was 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 conceived, uh, written, shot, edited, packaged, and shipped to Everything. theaters in Canned. in <laughs> in like three months, Oof. easily. So. <laughs> I mean, they they don't uh, hold no punches with the OJ jokes. I mean, what what would you say they have an OJ joke probably four or five times in the film easily. Oh yeah, easily. Um, I mean, when Polly Shore arrives, the first thing out of his mouth is, "Oh, it's the juice, run, OJ, run!" <laughs> it's, well, wow. uh, the I mean, the 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 three real links to the OJ trial itself. Four four links. One is his OJ run, OJ run thing, which is in the uh, now. By, and by the way, let me say, you know, you know those films where you watch where where all the funny parts are in the trailer. Yeah. This 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 isn't it because the the funny parts aren't in the movie either. So no. I I di- I did laugh at a couple of parts and I I will I will explain myself. Uh, I'll tell you but, right off the bat the, the 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 first time I laughed in the film when he tries to pull off that maneuver on the pole and he slides straight down <laughs> and he just slams into the platform that, because he's covered but, in milk. But you didn't laugh because it was funny. You laughed because you you were convinced he hurt himself. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know me so well. Uh, the other <laughs> part that I that I, I genuinely chuckled at is when the mother, who's played by Shelley Winters, uh, tells him that he's staying with uh, I forget their name, but the other family that lives in the trailer park. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a a dwarf and this bald woman, and all he's doing is braiding a long strand of hair in her head, and and they go, "We ain't gonna hurt you." And then they just go and they growl at him. I uh-huh. actually thought that was kind of funny. I didn't because it just it just made me realize that uh, that 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 thirty second scene there was yeah. pretty much eighty percent of Adam Sandler's movies. Well, yeah, but, just, and the oh, and the and the bald woman reminded like, me of somebody. I've seen her in something else, and I just was too lazy to try and figure that out. Yeah, I mean that that I honestly that that, that whole scene was just oh yeah that's uh. Now, but anyway, the, the the four main links between Jury Duty, the movie, and OJ Trial is the OJ crack, right. the Judge Edo crack, which is in the trailer as well. So they've got two of your four uh, items there. Then there's the fact that the uh, they actually show OJ in the and, and Judge Edo in the montage for the court TV or Justice TV uh, bumpers. Oh right, they right. Have, when they have television coverage. And the fourth one, which you may not pick up on immediately, is that the prosecution, the female prosecution in the film during the trial, uh, they obviously patterned after Marsha Clark. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Uh, and, and only people in our age bracket or older would even just know that. <laughs> I'm losing you again. You're going to drop off. All right, while Scott disconnects and reconnects, uh, the film came out in 1995. Yep, there we go. Uh, uh, It has, uh, you know what, I would almost even say it has an all-star cast. I mean, you got Pauly Shore, Tia Carreri, Stanley Tucci. Oh, that was quick. Hey there. This is unacceptable. Unacceptable. This is every week now. Uh, Well, don't say that. Uh, Oh, I... I'll have to call somebody. I was actually saying that uh, the film pretty much has an all-star cast if you really break it down. 
Maybe, uh, like, Pauly Shore, hugely popular at the time. Tia <laughs> Carrera, uh, that, also sentence, popular. That sentence kind of sums up the decline of the 90s. Yeah. Pauly uh, Shore, you, very popular at the time. <laughs> Stanley Tucci, Oscar-nominated actor, more popular Tucci. now than ever. And obviously, uh, did they make some right money? Well, yeah, at the time, he was not uh, a big star. Well, he, uh, he, then you got Abe Vigoda. He wasn't mainstream, but he's always been a, a very yeah prominent actor. Charles Napier, uh, you know, just they're all you know Shelley Williams, you know, with a, a cameo essentially. Same thing with uh, Charles Napier, but you know, it's uh, who was a Russ Meyer guy back in the day. Um, but you know, it's just a lot of recognizable faces they threw together. Andrew Dice Clay as a cameo, a lot oh, of recognizable God. faces. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, only the what? What? Uh, three years removed from Fort Fairlane. The first, the <laughs> but not so. Can not he say, "Oh fuck enough. my Christ" on the radio? No, he can't. <laughs> not removed enough from Fort Fairlane. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first ten minutes, you got Polly Shore stripping, rubbing, him, pouring milk over himself, and pole dancing, and then from that we go to Andrew Dice Clay. Say, so, oh, I don't know. I mean, now let's let's. Let's be fair. The film hits rock bottom there. Oh, yeah. It's like there's nowhere but up. So I'll admit now, and you know you're in trouble, too, when they have like that line that's in the trailer. Again, all the non- all the unfunny parts are in the trailer is with the, uh, oh, they have a verdict. Oh, there's t- they're serving tuna salad. Yeah, they used and- that joke two or three times in that two-minute span. Oh, yeah. It was like a running gag for five minutes. Yeah. So what the fuck? And Lee is outside the reporters. Have you tried the tuna salad? So, yeah, somebody. Just, they tried to make it subtle, but you know the the the, the trained the trained ear and and eye of the moviegoer, such as us, it's like they tried that shit three times. Okay. I, I got <laughs> so here's here's I want I want to play two scenarios for you. Okay. Uh, when that when that bit was written in the screenplay, there's two scenarios. One is two screenwriters. Were the, how many screenwriters were on this film? Oh dear I lord, three. There were three. The first let's thing say I two. noticed. Let's say, let's say two of them are together, and the one saying, "Listen, I got this idea." One, one's a cleanup guy. Oh, <laughs> always, <laughs> it's always a cleanup guy. So I, I can see the one scenario is the two of them, and the one's telling the other, "Listen, no, trust me." So like they run out, and they said they pick the verdict, and they're excited, and they run. Another guy runs out excited and says, "The tuna salad." No, no, wait, hold on, there's more. So then later, like minutes later, they're interviewing people, and you hear in the background, "Did you try the tuna salad?" <laughs> <laughs> or the other scenario where the two writers are there and one says, I saw Airplane last night. Um, you know what? Good <laughs> fucking point. No, not good. Great fucking point. Because I was going to say that it's almost like they were going to try and steer the film in an airplane type scenario, but they wanted to keep some of the gags. Just a couple. And that it, was one of them. It's, it's just one of those, you can tell, the movie, there's no real feel to the movie no. you don't get an airplane feel you don't get a i mean again if you want to look back at that paulie shore films that didn't suck balls like son-in-law knew what it wanted to be there's you know it, it's it's like a footloose but with paulie shore kind of maybe oh, yeah. that's the closest <laughs> i can get uh but the film doesn't know if it wants to be slapstick if it wants to be like a, a romantic comedy uh it's just trying to figure out how many laughs it can get out of a material that's not funny uh, and and that that per, that whole example there of like okay let's lift this from airplane, uh, but then when we get to the court thing we're not going to do other wacky stuff like this because it'll be like a parody film and it's not. Uh, I mean, they, you know that's 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 now, that's all. This, this is going to be a short. This is going to be a short episode, by the way, because there's just oh, yeah. so much you can say about jury duty. Oh, I know. Paul- the 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 scene that's on now, and I didn't. I don't think that you can. This can be done this way, uh, at least not now, and at least what? in the state of New Jersey. His plan is to because his parents are going to Las Vegas, and they're taking the okay. trailer with them, so he's got nowhere to live. So his plan is to go to jury duty, and basically get kicked out. Of all these cases until he gets the right one that's going to last a long enough time so that he's not homeless or has all to right. live with the other people in Trailer Park. 
I refuse. Yeah. I re- I refuse, Joey. I, I strictly refuse to start arguing reality, <laughs> factual, uh, the factual. Uh, because it happens more than once. I mean, jury duty. No, I, yes. I, I, say, I mean, because of that, it's like once you get kicked off. It's like once they find that you're not uh, suitable to be a juror, you go home. They don't just you know move you around till you they they figure the right cases for you. You're starting down a path I that know, ends in madness. I know. And the fact you that they had a woman that was what eight months pregnant, they would never put her on a, I, a on a, on a on a trial that big. I I okay. Now I watched this film with Holly, who has seen it before. I had not seen it before, and she said the same thing, and I had the same conversation. I refuse <laughs> to argue factual veracity about jury duty with Polly Shore. Ah. No. 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 <laughs> I'm not getting into the They picked a jury. They picked a jury. Tuna salad. Tuna salad. So apart from that, though, the film's pretty close to reality, right? No. Oh, stop. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I don't know why they just didn't do a parody OJ trial. I'm sure if we dug deep enough, it's out there somewhere. Doesn't start Polly Shore, but I'm sure but it's out there. That would have been genius because... Again, the, this film came out in April 1995. Yep. I'm just confirming that to make sure. Release date, April 95. The verdict in the OJ trial was until October 95, which means this film came out while the jury trial was still going. How, how fucking genius would have been if they made a parody, changed the names like slightly, so, but you know what it's about, and they tried to predict how the, how the trial came out. Right, and if they how were fucking- extra smart... Even if they had nothing to do with it, you throw a Zuckerberg name on there, and you're good. How? But how fucking? They could do that with every, every time there's a trial where you know it's gonna be like six months. There's got to be a company out there. All right, all right, let's do the Menendez, the Menendez one. You know. Right. This fucking. Who, they, their just, picture was in, uh, in, in that. To, uh, yeah. The the thing. And try to try to beat the end of the trial, and and God forbid you guess the the trial the verdict right. Right. Then that's your that I mean, I, I don't know. That is a genius idea. This is everything that's not genius. <laughs> now I, I will tell you the part I did laugh at is when they they have the little montage of Polly Shore getting kicked off of the, the short trials. Yeah, yeah. And it just had the it was I I actually tried not to laugh because I was I was like okay I'm not I'm not gonna laugh at this movie and this is the one part I was like okay I gotta chuckle a little bit. Is where they just cut to him and, and there's like a, a rocket launcher on the table. It right. says, "I don't know, maybe I'm out of line, but I, I think it's I, I think it's uh, every every uh, person's right to defend their home." <laughs> just, <laughs> and but you know why? Because it was quick. It was it was uh, played straight, and then it moved on. There was that was like the one part of the film that actually had comic timing, comic sensibility, and knew how to pull the joke off. That 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 ten seconds right there is is what comedies about and the right. film kind of teased I, you with that so, oh look see we know what we're doing now we're going to stop doing that and how much you want to bet the assistant director directed that shit <laughs> it's the only shining light in the film I bet somebody else directed it or someone else pushed uh, that along or edited it properly now now the only again I, as I said before the only reason we're reviewing Jury Duty by Polly Shore is that I was juror number six he was juror number six uh, I think you even hear it in the uh, trailer, juror number six. So yeah, yep. They refer to him yeah. as number six sometimes, not even juror number six. Yeah. Now, even when we did Leonard Part Six, another six film, even then there was enough bizarre stuff and enough there was enough to talk about for a long. I think we we, we talked for a good hour on Leonard Part Six. I think there was uh, a lot yeah. of stuff to discuss. This is one of those movies where if Paulie Shore wasn't in it, we no one would even remember this film. This is also existed. true. Uh, th- there's really... Uh, and again, like, oh, Abe Vigoda was in there. Oh, Tia Carrera. We can throw a bunch of names out there. Uh, everything about the film, even down to, like, oh, let's give him a cute dog. Peanut. Or an ugly, ugly cute dog. Yeah, and, and you know, the, endear them with the animal. There's really you can tell this was just somebody got yeah right here yeah here's here's the bare minimum we can pay you by uh by union standards write a screenplay we need to start filming next week 
Here's the poster with Polly Shore. Oh, okay. I'll write that. Now I know we weren't going to talk reality with this film, God. but do they do they also Damn. bunk jurors together like they did in this film? I don't think they I do that either. I don't know. <laughs> There's they too much, too they much didn't craziness that could go on. They let me go home, so I don't know. Jesus, I'm just I'm trying not to watch the film while we talk don't, about it. Don't don't do that. <laughs> I mean, don't it's on that. this screen. It's I'm looking in that direction because I was made to put my webcam there. <laughs> yeah, and what's what's even worse is that as the like again the film changes from frantic slapstick to all of a sudden no now we're gonna actually gonna try to make some sense with the plot and then no it's just stupid and uh, yeah it's bad movie. I take, I, I, take ba- I, t- I take it back. I take it back. I think Andrew Dice Clay was the uh, the best part. Best um, part of the whole film. Now, now, I, I think we should. Uh, I'll go one step things. further. I'll say Abe Vigoda. No, Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, Abe Vigoda is my man. That dude's um, still alive. Thanks to Joey, uh, I think uh, we can secede our responsibilities as reviewers, and and. Uh, Give the floor to somebody who's better at trashing a film like this in two minutes or less. Yeah. Do you do you want to go ahead and, and play that? Sure. Let me cue that up. I haven't heard this, so I'm looking forward to it. I have I haven't heard it either. I just grabbed it. Uh, here, this will. It? It's two and a half minutes. Oh, okay. That's all. That's it. We, we should see. We should have been done by now. We're amateurs. Rank well, amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me. Uh, I'm sorry, I should have had this queued up. You should have. I thought you had it queued up. I well, listen. I took it out of the. Uh, I sh- you know what I should have done? I should have left it in the queue. And... Should have had it queued up. No, no, no. Well, yes, but I. <laughs> I had it in a different order. We covered that one. You said you didn't have it queued up. Yes. Okay. What should I have done? The opposite of this. Here we go. Our next movie is Jury Duty. Starring Paulie Shore, an actor who, for me, is the cinematic equivalent of long fingernails drawn very slowly and quite loudly over a gigantic blackboard. To Uh, watch him for a short time is unpleasant. To watch him for a long time is insupportable. In jury duty, he plays an unemployed layabout who obviously got all of his brains and most of hers from his mother. I'll find something, Ma. You just don't worry. Oh, look no further, Mr. District Attorney. What's that? A jury duty notice? My son, the lawyer. Eventually, she and Tommy's father throw him out, and suddenly he's delighted to be called to jury duty because it means he'll be sequestered, which for him means fed and sheltered. Welcome to the El Presidente suite, your new home away from home. Wow. Every day isn't a holiday. Every day's an orgasm. Tommy doesn't make an ideal juror, as a fellow member of the panel, Tia Carrera, soon discovers. So what do you think? About what? You're sleeping or you're drooling? And here's an example of the movie's general humor level with Abe Vigoda as the judge. What in God's name are you doing here? Your Honor, I don't think it's fair that you guys get to have your own little powwow over here where we can't listen. We have to hear two for information. You're a juror. Get back in that box. Now, Gene, on a recent show, you accused me of being too soft on the actors in the movies that I don't like. I think it's more than that. I think you're too soft on naming just names in general, whether they're actors or directors okay, or producers. Well, I'm sorry if I was too soft on David Caruso, but in particular, you said <laughs> I was too easy on Chris Farley and Tommy Boy. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you something. I'd rather attend an entire Chris Farley Dust to Dawn film festival <laughs> than sit through any five minutes of jury duty. I felt like I'd been sequestered. This movie stinks well let's get back in agreement here okay. it does stink and he is annoying and uh it's not annoying like jim carrey where there's a comic strategy mm-hmm, to it mm-hmm. uh he's just <laughs> aggravating it's a disaster and there you go and you know what um i don't agree with his tommy boy assumption oh, i think at, at the time films like tommy boy were kind of panned a little bit um, but if you look at it now, it's still a very funny film. Well, you're, you're always going to get, again, for, for, for film critics, 
you're always going to get a pushback to anything that's just supposed to be entertaining. They want more substance to it, and you can't you can't hold that litmus test for. Uh, I was going to say hold that litmus litmus test up, but you don't hold up a litmus test. You hold something up to the light. So that was a bad analogy. But you you can't hold everything uh, to that standard. Uh, sometimes a movie's just a movie. So you know, again, one of my favorite films ever. Ernest goes to jail. Yep. Fucking hilarious. Am I upset that I didn't get any Oscar nominations or you know acclaim? No, because obviously it's not a good movie, but it does what it means to do. Uh, Tommy Boy, whether or not uh, Mr. Uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls thought it was a uh, quality film, it was funny, and Chris Farley did have comic timing, and 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 for a brief while there, so did uh, David what's Spade. his name, David Spade. Now, it's funny that they mention Jim Carrey because I just just recently rewatched Cable Guy, the Cable Guy, <laughs> okay. and I was thinking about the the idea that what separates somebody like Paulie Shore and somebody like Jim Carrey is that Paulie Shore, like I said before, he's got a charming, uh, he's got a charm to him. He's you know he's got a bit of a shtick as far as uh, he's got you know he's got this, you know like a Bobcat Goldwee thing going. But it, the thing is, but the reason he did, could not sustain, but someone like Jim Carrey can, is that Jim Carrey reinvents himself every couple of films, and has a range, whereas Paulie Shore never re- doesn't really have that range, and I think that's what separates the uh, the the like. Uh, comedians from the comic actors. You know what's interesting about what you're saying there is and and mentioning Ernest Jim Varney had that kind of range. Oh yeah well he was a Shakespearean actor. Right he had that kind of range but towards the end of his career before he he got sick he was doing like Ernest goes to the army which was just just horrifically bad. not, Not as high point. No, 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 no. Toy Story have, really kind of saved have him you ever, a little bit. Have you ever seen Ernest Rides Again? No. I need to... For that? Okay, <laughs> I, I fell asleep during the first half hour of this. And uh, and I need to go back and, and try to find it and watch it again. Because fr- from what I remember, the entire plot of the movie is that there's a giant cannon in town, and he's on top of it, and it starts rolling. That's it? I think that's the whole movie. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I think he spends the whole movie like going downhill on this tank, on this um, cannon. Ernest and rides I, again. Yeah, because he's riding the cannon. Get it? Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the whole film. But I no, I mean, like, but he did have range. If you watch, I mean, again, Ernest goes to jail. He plays dual roles there, and he's very convincing as both yeah, characters. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. I, very much so. Uh, but I, I think that's where you see that separation of just, oh, uh, he's funny, he's charming, people like him throwing a movie, and, oh, here's somebody who spends the time and effort to actually craft comedy and craft personas and craft, you know, uh, come up with, uh, make sure, you know, I mean, if you watch, Jim Carrey knows enough where whenever he's in a film, whether or not he's uh, in, uh, integral to the screenwriting uh, or the character, and I, I would argue that he is, especially once he be, starts getting paid $20 million uh, for fucking cable guy and stuff like that, is that making sure that there's catchphrases in there that'll that'll uh, hook well, yeah. the character he's playing and stuff like that. Uh, All right, here you go. Ernest Rides Again, 1993, came out in November. We're going for the good old Thanksgiving release. Uh, buffoonish Ernest and his dim-witted pal Abner unearth a huge cannon reputed to contain the crown jewels of England. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he rides it. Oh, I'm sure... Well, yeah. I'm sure he does. I, but I fell asleep now, during it. John I Cherry like, directed the I, film. And if I'm not I mistaken, felt, he did all, all of them. Yeah, he sure did. Ernest Goes to Camp, Ernest Scared Stupid, Ernest in the Army, Ernest Goes to Africa. Oh, man. Ernest goes to Africa. I need to start watching all of these Ernest films. We lost Scott again. Let me hang on.
hang up on that boy. Alright, here, let's see. The Ernest Film Festival in 1986. Hey Vern, win $10,000. Ernest goes to camp. Great movie. Uh, hey Vern, it's Ernest. TV show. Ernest Saves Christmas. Where'd that boy go? God, I remember when uh, Ernest P. Worrell was doing, um, I believe it was Trader Horn commercials, selling electronics. Hey there. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, good. I was just actually telling everyone that I remember as a kid, I used to remember watching uh, TV, and there would always come, uh, always, uh, an Ernest P. Worrell commercial would always come on. Oh, yeah. I, be I believe it was for either Brick Church, uh, appliances and electronics, or Trader Horn. Yeah. You remember, started, you remember those? I Vaguely. He started out doing, like, local commercials and really caught on, and before you and knew it, he was doing, what, 7-Up? 7-Up. Seven up, seven up? And he'd always yeah. refer to Vern. Hey, Vern. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he he knew a shtick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, but, uh, but so, what what we're tr what we're trying to say is that Ernest was always a better uh, actor or uh, performer than Polly Shore. And uh, yes, and and just yeah. for the record, my challenge is not Ernest goes to jail. And is it is it? Uh, and I won't even try to guess. Never mind. You can try and guess. No, I don't want to because I don't want to ruin it. Okay. So are we done reviewing Jury Duty? I mean, we're kind of like at a standstill with it. We're, we're already talking about something else completely. I, I'm trying to... Uh, I didn't take any notes. There wasn't anything to take notes about. No. I, you're lucky I watched this thing. I, I, I think uh, Cisco Liebert really summed it up. It's just... Uh, it's just there. there. Really, there's nothing. He, gets, he's, he dresses up in drag at one point to sneak into the prison and talk to the, the guy in trial. Um... Uh, you know, the, uh, actually, the, the biggest injustice is if you glance at, and this is why IMDb just doesn't give a shit, and why anybody can just put anything up there. It's like it's like the it's Wikipedia has has better uh, editing than uh, IMDb. Is if you look at IMDb's trivia, somebody put in there uh, is is uh, loosely based on uh, Twelve Angry Men. What? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> and you know who wrote that? Someone born after 1994. Yeah, right? Jesus, uh, just, fuck. Someone who's never seen 12 Angry Men. Motherfucker. Jury... How does a movie like this cost $21 million? Do you see that? $21? It, 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 $21 uh, million dollars it cost. Well, how much did they pay Polly? <sighs> Probably I way too Tia, much at the time. I, 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 and I guarantee Tia Carrera... Uh, yeah, she probably was demanding a few bucks. Oh, sure. She's the draw. Yeah. There's only two things drawing into this movie. If you like Pauly Shore or, or if you want to watch T. Carrera while whoever you're with likes Pauly Shore. <laughs> and it made $17 million, surprisingly. I <laughs> doubt it had any kind of foreign sales, so it probably got saved on cable and uh, VHS on the video yeah, market. Uh, there's really... Now, um, yeah, there's really not much to say. I, again, the only reason yeah. we reviewed it is because I am juror number six, or was, yeah. and uh, uh, we should have reviewed like the Prisoner TV show. Okay, I mean, it would have been just as relevant. Could have opened up with Iron Maiden. But uh, no. What I find funny is that the tagline is for truth, for justice, for five bucks a day. <laughs> I find it funny that that twenty years later, um, that's still the going price. Yeah. Five dollars a day. I mean, and, uh, you'd think it would be like fifteen bucks to at least minimum wage. At least not, minimum wage. Yeah, that has not changed with inflation. Nope. It's bizarre. Um, now uh, we we tend to rate these on IMDb uh, just to just to uh, play games there, mm -hmm. and uh, right now it's at four stars, three point nine. Sorry, three point nine on uh, yeah. IMDb. Um, I I would argue three. I would not argue three. I would agree uh -oh. with three. <laughs> oh. uh, do you want to go the two or? All right. Let's see. We got to come up with a good reason 
why why two is 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 the more appropriate score than three only because I don't think we've ever rated a film a two before I don't think it deserves a two I think for a two the production value would have to be lower as well I, th- I yeah. think all we're dealing with is bad writing uh, yeah I think three is good I think that's a good score and the fact that the film had a dream sequence during the trial uh, oh god Tia Carrera and everybody yeah. <laughs> everybody was in it that's where they spent their money. They spent a lot of money on that dream sequence. <laughs> that was it. And all the money went right, right there. That and whatever you know, whatever set or hotel they used. Um, yeah, right. Uh, so you want to say three stars? Three is good. Okay, this is gonna be a tight episode. Now let's check out the uh, the voting and the only three hundred and nine uh, users. Which I'm no, I'm sorry, that's wrong. I'm looking at the, my challenge to you. That's incorrect. My challenge to you is 309 no, no, no. users, appropriate. Oh, okay. Um, jury duty, the highest rating at 16.2% is one star. <laughs> of course. Uh, the uh, highest demographic is at 4.8 females age 18 to 29. So they're the ones that like the, the stripping scene in the beginning. Yeah. And the lowest demographic is... 3.4 for males age 45 and older <laughs> who pretty much wouldn't watch this film in the first place so they were probably forced by somebody yeah yeah definitely or it was on and they were so insulted they had to rush to their computer and rate it and there's only one imdb staff person that's rated the film and they rated it five stars so i'm hoping that that person has been fired at some point and is no longer a <laughs> staff member of imdb uh Sure. Um, yeah, just don't watch it. No, don't bother. I would. I have. Yeah, there's like, there's nothing insightful. There's nothing funny. There's nothing. Uh, uh, oh, did you notice this? It's just what? What yeah, the? There, why there, am I still watching? There's nothing. There's nothing here. Uh, Move on. You know the best thing about the film was the credits. The runtime. <laughs> yeah, only eighty. What? Eighty-seven minutes. Eighty-eight minutes. Ah, well, you know what? The runtime of my challenge to you is only eighty-three. Oh, oh, hang on one second. We need to check. Um, and you can watch it on Amazon Prime. So it's not only available elsewhere, but you can actually stream it too. Yep, you have to, it's not available for... Uh, you have to rent it on Amazon Prime. It's not a free streaming one. No, no, my, my challenge to you. Oh, that is... Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jury Duty, you, if you want to watch it like online, you, you're, you're going to pay minimum $8 to watch this fucking movie uh. online. Fuck that. Minimum. And it's not available. I think the DVD's out of print. Anywhere. It's not. This is a film that. Uh, this is a film that's that's dying a natural death, and we're just kind of like postponing it. You know what? I bet. I bet we don't get flagged on YouTube for this. It's so shitty and just un, <laughs> you know forgettable. But well, it depends maybe, if, if you post it or not. If I post it, we'll get flagged immediately. One of my oh, I'm looking for the um. The parents. There's no parents' guide to it. That's how un. That's how hard this film is to find. There's no parents' guide on IMDb warning you about the the uh, the foul language and the sexual, sexual <laughs> aspects sexual of the film. Innuendos. There, the, no parent out there said, huh? In case someone wants to watch Jury Duty with Paulie Sure, I should get on there. And oh, I'm just. What, what am I talking about? <laughs> Nobody's gonna watch this. Wiener boy. He stopped the hot dog and said, I wish it was you. <laughs> Did he know? That's it. And even like there, like like that craft, like like Jim Carrey versus Pauly Shore. Like his his the peanut call for his dog is just him. Which is just uh, how, a variation of him going, buddy. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> how, how long did it take you to think that one up? I mean, were you like, yeah, man. The late nights with Pauly Shore crafting that character. Yeah, cut his hair yeah, and everything. I just, just, I, I just hope somebody hears this, and the next time there's a big trial, they just make the parody and, and release it. Well, how, how genius would that? But I, I don't know how they didn't get OJ to make a guest appearance. <laughs> yeah, they could have worked something out. They could have worked something out. I wouldn't be surprised. Or like, if they, they tried. Yeah, right. I bet you they could have gotten Cato if they tried. 
<laughs> oh, I think he mentions Cato in the film too. At the, no, at the end credits, he, he, he mentions a couple. Of, oh yeah, because he's singing some shitty song. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, he does mention a few in there. Uh, uh, any, yeah, we're, we're more than done with this. Uh, okay. We've already spent way too much time talking about it. All right, so now my challenge to you. Yeah. And again, like I said, I don't know where we'll fit it in, but we'll figure it out. Um, oh. This film came out. It's an 80s film. Okay. Good already. Already, already we're on a good start. The tie-in is, and it's part of the title. This is a film I saw late night on Cinemax. This is one of those late night Cinemax movies that I used to watch. I have the VHS tape. It's actually in my garage. It's ten feet away from me. And we lost Scott again. Son of a bitch. Uh, this is getting a little wacky. This is every week now. We're supposed to do Strangers next. What happened? Fucking cock knocker. Now you're not having any issues uh, at you know when you're working, right? It's it's harder to tell, but uh, I, recently I'm getting these drops, and I got to make a phone call. Do you um, do you use your upload speed while you work, or strictly your download? Because um, use your upload for us when we do this. I use the upload when I'm when I'm uh, yeah because I'm talking on a on an internet phone and I'm uh, remoting into people's computers so there's got I'm using upload and download. Huh? It's yeah. So weird. Why it's just being a pain in the ass. I I, I I I it's something I think it's it hasn't been like this until recently so I'm thinking there's some kind of um, yeah it, they uh, might they might just have to look at some things. They need to run some fucking tests, motherfucker. Yeah. That's right. I'll go back to Verizon. I'm kidding. No, oh. never. Um, one li one little one little blip in the road is 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 no reason. Yeah, yeah. But I heard us uh, watching on Skinamax. Skinamax late night is one of the films that I I used to watch all the time when I was growing up. Now, you may have seen this. I expect you to have seen this, but I would not be surprised if you didn't. Okay. All right. I get a and hint. Yeah, you can get a hint. Think, uh, think the wall. running, think the think Running Man. A brick wall. It's not the uh, Running Man, but think the Running Man. Think the Running Man. Okay, Six, what aspect of the similar running man? concept? Okay, similar concept to the Running Man. As a matter uh, of so, fact, as a matter of fact, both so the painful. Running Man and this film came out the same year. Okay. So I'm wondering, and this is something we can talk about if we do some homework on it, if both of those films, I don't know which one was supposed to come come out first. The one was a big budget film. This is a, a very low budget film. Hmm. Well, it, it, uh, and all, it's based on a Stephen King short story, The Running Man, right. and it has nothing has nothing in common, very little in common with the original short story. So uh, I would hesitate to say that maybe I don't know. I, well, I don't even know what the, we're talking about, so I should shut up. All right. Uh, well. See, and here's that, the thing: if I give you, if I give you a hint of, uh, of one of the aspects of the film, you might guess the title. So I'll just tell you. Okay. Death Row. Death Row Game Show. Death Row Game Show. Never saw it. Never seen it. Never one of saw my, it. One of my favorite '80s films. <laughs> right up there with the Groove Tube, eh? Uh, no. Oh. Wasn't that late oh. '70s? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. like uh, tunnel vision, just all the yeah. Uh -huh. It's one of those. It's one of those. Com it, it was. These were all films that were in the comedy section of the video store in the in the eighties. Well, I remember seeing old. Death Row Game Show. Yeah, and I have I have VHS copy, and you can stream this on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's also available elsewhere. Um, I believe you can. You might be able to stream it on Netflix, but you have Amazon Prime, so problem solved so you know, at, you know at your leisure watch this film and we will review it maybe we'll we'll tie it in we'll do two and one one of these maybe. one of these weeks coming up you know it's also on amazon prime right now thanks to the advertising on skype what's that god's not dead oh yay have you noticed Boo. 
And now, have you noticed that in the past five years, there has been a, sur a surge of pro-Christian uh, propaganda, low-budget films? Oh, yeah. Huge. Uh, Kirk Cameron, he's a, he's a big reason why, I mean, too. I mean, there's he did that oh, one. Oaks. He did that movie, Fireproof. He did another film right after that. I forget which yeah. one that was called. They've uh, always existed, and they're ma I mean, they make money. That's why they're becoming more and more popular. But that's what I'm saying. It's like they they've always existed. I mean, there's always been Christian propaganda films, and I'm not describing it that way to be mean. That's just what they are. Um, but and we have to do Black Roses one of these days because that film's fucking awesome. We should probably tie that in with Noah. Maybe we can do a whole Christian. I still haven't watched Noah. Again. I've got Noah. I, I'm dying to watch it. I just keep putting it off. Gotta you know watch what's, Noah. You know what's ironic? Um, Noah. Since since <laughs> since we're on the topic of uh, of Christian films, we had we had family come visit for Fourth of July weekend, and I was telling them about our show, and they Is said, that? and and they said, you know what you should do? You should do a whole episode on Christian horror films because they're terrible. And I was like, we did that shit the first month we were doing this show. It's like episode five. That, well, it was, the whole um, episode was, five is all Christian horror films. Like well, the film the two, House, the I think house. we mentioned. I think we talk about Black Roses, but we didn't review it. Um, there, and we just did, uh, what, what was the other one? Uh, number three or three, something like that. Three, three. It was just was three. It three? We, yeah. we did that film. Yeah, whole episode on Christian horror, and they were I like, remember, and they were almost remember, surprised. They were like, "Really?" I go, "Yeah, check it out." Dude, like, yeah, because I remember watching, the, reading, uh, watching the house. I think I watched it on Netflix, and I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, this is gonna be interesting." And then, like, like 15 minutes into it, it's like, oh fuck, <laughs> yeah. this, oh, it's one of those. And I think I saw three because I think they're both based on. There's a Christian horror writer that the both movies are based on. I think they're by the same author, Ted Decker, I think. Okay, you're probably right. Yeah, um, but uh, 3 was great because it had uh, a Tyler Durden-type split personality uh, solution that makes just as much sense as High Tension does at the end. <laughs> Hot Tension. Yeah, as in it doesn't make any fucking sense. None. And I like that film up until that oh. end. Oh, yeah. Hi, hi, hot Tension is great up until... Uh, uh, well, it was ruined a bit earlier for me because at a certain point I realized it was a ripoff of a Dean Koontz novel. Oh, really? Okay. Like, uh, Intensity. The, the book Intensity. If you read the book Intensity, and they made a uh, TV miniseries of it or TV movie of it, but if you, if you read that uh, after having watched Hot Tension... You'll hit a point where you realize I'm reading high tension. What the fuck is this? It's they just no. I don't know if they, I, I don't think there's any credit. I think they just ripped it off. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really cool film up until you get to that point where that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> what so? I mean, ten minutes into the film, it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> sure. Yeah, and you know what? When did that come out? That was a '90s film. And that it was, was just 90s film, or was yeah. it early 2000s? I don't remember. It might have been early 2000s. I'm am gonna say early uh, late 90s. Yeah, they might have been. Oh, I lose 2003. Shit. Well, I was right then. Oh. Six point nine. Fuck you. I didn't mean to be. Well, maybe they're basing that that high score on the first what? You know, 85 minutes of the movie. If 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 you can ignore. The fact that the ending of the film doesn't make any sense, it's a it's a fun it's a cool film. I mean, directed very well directed, mm -hmm. uh, Alexandre Aja, who uh, uh, he oh he he produced uh, he didn't direct it. Uh, Alexandre oh, no, he did direct, Yeah, he did. He, he, he directed no. I'm talking about Horns. Uh, he directed oh. Horns. That film coming out uh, based on the uh, the Joe Hill novel. Oh, okay. Wow, he did The Hills Have Eyes, the remake. I like that remake. I did too. Uh, I, I liked it better than I did High Tension. <laughs> yeah. And then Mirrors, which is a, um, I have not seen it, but my mother has the DVD. Well, that's uh, telling. It's a Kiefer Sutherland film <laughs> made. In, it's a Kiefer Sutherland film made. I in love your mother, but whenever you oh, tell yeah. me she owns something. <laughs> uh, I was out. I was out drinking with my father the other night, which is not a phrase I use often. 
And uh, <laughs> I think I told him, I said, you know, Dad, I got a lot of things from you and Mom. I got, I got, you know, I got your work ethic. I got your morality. I got, you know, a sense of purpose and all this. One thing I didn't get from either of you is my taste in films. And thank God for that <laughs> because you have horrible taste in films. Uh, no, but it's a Kiefer Sutherland horror film made between the 24 hours shows because yeah. it's like he didn't do it. It's, it's almost like he did 24, and then when that stopped, he just like, like his life ended. <laughs> and yeah. then they brought 24 back. Yeah, they just brought that back this year. Uh, a, I'm relevant again. Yay! And I like Kiefer Sutherland. I'm not knocking him. Right. Uh, but that yeah, that's a horror film that... Uh, I mean, again, Hot Tension, a great director. But what was I going to say? Oh, speaking of, speaking of directors and shitty horror films, uh, did I mention to you that that um, uh, uh, well first of all we need the review at some point The Sacrament the new film by Ty fuck that guy West oh Ty West yeah and uh, his his partner in crime um, what's his name you know what I'm talking about um, the, the Jew Bear yeah he he uh, god damn it I'm blanking on it helped him with VHS the uh, just, just look up Cabin Fever, and that's because that's that was his first big uh, Eli Roth. Eli Roth. Eli Roth, who who has teeter tottered back and forth between my love list and hate list, and now is firmly in my. Actually, he's firmly still in both because his new film coming out, he's doing a cannibal film. Oh, I heard. Yeah. He he. I mean, we're talking the seventies band in 23 countries make them die slowly uh cannibal farox uh green uh, emerald forest whatever uh, no, that's something different uh but yeah he's he's doing like and doing it straight and i watched the trailer and again it's like there's two parts one part where it was like wow that looks really well done he's like really taking it seriously and, and not tongue-in-cheek and he's really like attempting to to replicate the the this the you know this late 60s to late 70s uh mostly Italian cannibal films. And then there's the hate list where it's like, why the fuck is he doing that? Because we don't need that. Nobody needs that. No one asked for it. <laughs> I used to own every cannibal film made in the 70s, and I never watched any of them. <laughs> it just, well, it was I, just, you could say you had them all. I was like, I have them all. And, and, and then one day I looked at them, and it's like, I said, okay, I should watch one of these. No, not doing it. Can't do it. Just, uh, I, I've seen trailers. I've, I've read synopses. I've read about the films, blah, blah, blah. There's no no one needs that. We don't need to bring back the cannibal film. We got no. enough shit from the Saw movies. Where oh, that's a face. <laughs> that's a frozen face. It's got to disconnect. <laughs> that's the face you're making right now. And I know you can't fight back because you're going to disconnect, but it's still funny. <laughs> oh, uh, I think we're going to end the show as soon as Scott connects again uh, oh and I thought Eli Roth helped with the VHS the first one and he didn't at all motherfucker but son yeah. of a bitch I know but that that's where I stand on that it's like we, you know no one asked for that no I thought uh, Eli no one asked Roth, for cabin fever too so well yeah I thought Eli Roth helped with the the VHS films and it doesn't look like he did at all. My no, mistake. I don't know where he got. I thought he did. I thought they used his name, uh, you know, because, like him or not, he is a recognizable name for the horror genre, you know, this you know going right now. Oh, so. it, it's called the Green Inferno. The Green Inferno. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's a reference to one of the early cannibal films. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. I, I think em Emerald Forest isn't Emerald or um, is Emerald Forest one with the kid that gets kidnapped? Am I thinking of something different? Hmm. Not sure. The Emerald for no Emerald Forest is a kidnapped kid. Powers Booth is in it. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, the Emerald the Forest. Uh, yes, Emerald Forest. Yes, yeah. that's the Emerald Forest is with Powers Booth and the the kid. He turns into a. Hallucinating, hallucinating turns into a Black Panther. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I, I try. I was gonna. I, I I was challenging you that to that uh, not that long ago. We changed the challenge because uh, there was or or no, it was your challenge to me, and I said you might want to challenge me to that film, and you decided not to. I don't remember what you challenged me to. It might have been Sheena. I think it was Sheena. 
Yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the name of the film I'm, I'm thinking of. Uh, it's The problem, too, with a lot of these cannibal films is they had like 80 different titles. They kept changing them. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's been a while since I've done my cannibal film research, but the, 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 green, the, the green Inferno is a reference to one of the original Italian uh, cannibal horror films. So okay. there's that. Hey, did you watch the second VHS film? Yes, I did. I, you know, I didn't get, I have it, but I didn't get to watch it yet. What'd you think of it? Okay, yeah, here's where I stand on that. I, I have, a, I, have, I know people that watched the first one. Our, our mutual friend Sean Philip Hines Esquire is one of them. That mm-hmm. they loved the first one, and then after they watched the second one, they're like, "Oh, that was crap. It wasn't even anywhere, anywhere close to this, the first one." <laughs> and what I, what, I, what I find funny about that is that the first film, the first one is kind of crap too. Yep. Uh. I mean, there's only like two or three really good parts to it. I liked the second one. I think I think the second one has the exact same merit, with the exception that the interstitials, the the, the linking scenes, are a bit less um, plausible than the first one. Okay. I th- I thought the the um, the gimmick sur- that linked all the the videos together in the first film was very cool, and the second one was uh, kind of weak. But I, uh, off the top of my head, uh, the Asian one with the Jim Jones type cult, I thought, while a bit longer than it should have been, I thought it was very well done. And yeah, I get it. After the eighth time, you're okay. Now what's going to be in this room? We jump into it. But it's a found footage film. That's what you fucking paid for. Yeah. Uh, okay. And now and, like, they're the coming th- out with a third one called VHS Viral. Right. Which, and it seems like what they're doing, like the first one. Uh, was VHS tapes from the 90s. The second one was more like a digital, you know, like camcorder uh, type scenario. Everything was kind yeah. of updated a bit. And yeah, now... Yeah, the, the one scene where the, where the guy had the, uh, the, 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 the action eye. cam on his helmet, and then the one guy had like a... Well, the first one had a guy with a fake glasses with the video in it. You, you, well, no, right. it was an the, eye. He, his eye. They, that's he had the second a, a, one. A, I said the, oh, the, is that the second one? Oh, okay. That's the second one. The first one, and that's one of the weakest ones in the second one, by the way. Oh, the is thing it with really? the eye. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the first one was the one where the guy had the glasses with the gargoyle, and that was actually one of the better ones right. uh, in that film. But, you're, yeah, you're right. They're modernizing it. So they, they maybe maybe the interstitial is going to be like a YouTube thing or, or finding videos online thing, which, hey, yeah. uh, you know, good for them. I, I like that. Well, you know what? They can't do the same, and and that's what they're trying not to do. They're trying not to do the same thing every film. But I, I don't know where they'd go after viral. Yeah, but but like I'm saying, the the people that that had that negative reaction to the second VHS, all I could think of is, what else do you think expect them to do with found footage movies? You've got to expect a bit of repetition, and you have to look for what they're doing with it. And what opportunities are finding with the uh, that format, mm-hmm. and not just say, oh, another one where the you know, oh, they're running around a corner and there's something there. Yeah, obviously, fuck it. You know what? It's, it's like how many different things ways can you do a slasher film? So we're going to kill teenagers. Yes, they're going to kill teenagers. Jesus Christ! You want to you don't want to watch them kill elderly people, do you? That's not fun. That is true. That is true. Oh, God, I thought I lost you for a minute there. No, 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 no. How long, how long was I uh, ranting uh, with myself? <laughs> uh, just a minute or two. There, uh, there is. A, I'm, I'm looking at our runtime and how many times you've disconnected, and I'm just wondering if we should end. Yeah, we should because because my internet's pissing me off. But <laughs> I, I I just wish I could find that the name of that uh that cannibal film I'm thinking of that he's taking it that's pissing me off because I could have sworn unless I'm thinking of something else. But I could have sworn, sworn there was a cannibal film that had uh, there's the Green Inferno from 1988, but that's not what I was thinking of. I was thinking mm-hmm. of a strictly 70s uh, film. Maybe maybe I'm just thinking of Jungle Holocaust, and I'm confused. You might have to go back and rewatch a whole bunch of them. Well, no, I, I got to dig up that one uh, that one article in um, I think it was uh, Deep Red or an old issue of Video Watchdog that uh, had a good article on cannibal films. Hmm. Anyway, but yes, you're right. We should wrap this up, and we're watching. I've already forgotten the challenge. Oh, well, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's you want to do last the last dragon, or if you want to do death row game show, and then I don't know. But next week, I'm on vacation, 
I will not again? be around. Yeah, again. Uh, so we'll pick up the show the week after that, unless we want to do a quick one. We'll let you know. But anyway, um, we'll figure out what we're going to watch, and uh, we'll post it on the, the Facebook page. So yep. with with that, please go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Watch all of our live streams there every week. You can also download the show, and you can also listen to the show right from the site. You can go to iTunes, and you can download the show or listen to it right there as well. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can also email us, uh, themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can go to our Tumblr at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. And absolutely, please download the app. You can go to the Google Play Store, do a search for Movie Sucktastic, download that, and you can get everything I just talked about right on your smartphone or t- Android tablet device. That should I agree. do it. You agree. Or you can do a search in your favorite favorite search engine for Movie Sucktastic. And Google. Or Google, whatever you like. And uh, we, we come up. Uh, just about everywhere. Do not use Bing. We will not come up if you use Bing. We will, but we, we would. Will, we pref- will not. We, no, we I, will. <laughs> but use Google instead. I will not come up if you use Bing. I. That might be true. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, everybody. Anyway. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> It's so greasy. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs>